Tonight on Hops and Box Office Flops, we pot again. This is good. But Mayor McCheese, what is best in life? The open step, fleet horse, falcons at your wrist, and wind in your hair. Wrong. Chumzilla. To crush your enemies and to see them driven before you and to hear the lamentation of their women. You know what's worst? Conan, 2011. Ooh, this movie. Hops and box office flops. A place where we can celebrate the underdog films, the bombs, the disasters, the much maligned movies that have drowned in their infamy. So please sit back, grab a beer, and enjoy the show. Welcome back. This is our 115th episode of Pops and Box Office Flops presented by Wabam Entertainment. That's W-O-B-A-M Entertainment. Tonight, in the first entry of our Hops and Fantasy Flops series, we hack and slash our way through the abysmal reboot to John Milius's 1982 classic, Conan the Barbarian. Can I stop you right there? Is this technically a reboot? What's the same? Uh, well... It's yeah, it's a reboot of the franchise. I, from what I understand, they wanted to channel the stories a lot more. Whatever they did didn't work. So, <laughs> well, to to be fair, this this character is in the public domain at this point, right? So Conan is anybody can use him. Yeah, but at point. the end, they give a shout out. They say based on the character. Oh no no! I mean, it's it, it's a famous uh, pulp fiction character. But my point is, at this point, uh, nobody nobody owns the rights anymore. It's in public domain, so they can they can do whatever they want. Yeah, moving any on. Ass, any any asshole can try to reboot Conan. Well, yeah. turns just out, like Sherlock Holmes. Turns out a lot of assholes did. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, as you've heard, to along with me tonight, our Kyler Zim's chief torturer, Chumpzilla. Yeah, and- I. Uh, I'm a I'm a saddest sadist sadist sadist, sadist, sadist. I'm the saddest person alive because <laughs> I watched this movie. <laughs> I I'm I'm upset. I watched this movie. I'm the this maddest. Is, this is horrible. I'm the maddest person alive that you made us watch this movie. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I see. Here's the problem I've got, Mary McCheese. I knew this movie existed. I was aware of it because uh, you know I'm Jason Momoa. He, he's a, he's a thing. He, he he continues to be a thing. And this is the movie that he was in. And it was a reboot of a Arnold Schwarzenegger movie that I remember as a child. Like, ah, Conan, yeah, Oliver Stone, cool stuff. Yet, somehow I never managed to actually watch this movie. And now that I have, I'm very sad that I have. <laughs> like, th- th- this movie actually is it- it's painful to watch. Yep. It, it hurts. It's, it hurts. Uh, for, it's John Milius. so stupid. Not Oliver Stone. Anyway. John Milius. Uh, no, no, but Oliver Stone wrote the first one. Yeah. Co 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 whatever. Uh, so also obviously Mayor McCheese, who uh lobbied very hard for this to be titled Conan 3D. Yes, folks, that was going to be the title of this movie. Conan oh. 3D. This is that stupid stretch of time where everything had to be in 3D, and you could see what scenes they wanted yep. to have in you 3D. Yeah. And exactly we'll, where they were. We'll save them yeah. in the for in the plot, but they are so hokey. It's. I mean, what was that first big movie that did 3D? It was a horror slasher, and like they oh, they it was, went. Uh, uh, it was my bloody Valentine. Yeah, <laughs> and they went above and beyond. They went above and beyond trying to make the 3D scenes very oh. 3D. What 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 was the uh, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street? Uh, well, a lot of the 80s and early 90s movies. And the, there was the, there was the there was the Jason one too. Freddy's like Dead. The, it was. Uh, the arrow. Freddy the arrow 13. goes through the screen. One of those. 13th 3, uh, yeah. obviously Jaws 3D. You know, a yeah, lot I, of crappy movies exactly. in the 80s. Did it. I guess what I... The, the overall point there is the 3D should have never been a thing. Well, it shouldn't have been this big of a thing, right? It should never it was, a, the, it was a gimmick. It became a gimmick to try to get yeah. people to go see movies, and you shouldn't need a gimmick to get asses and, in seats. And to your point, McCheese, there are parts of this movie where you're like, oh, and that's the 3D shot. Like, because they're throwing something at your face. 
It's like, Regardless, oh, it's great, stupid. Cool. And the yeah. whole reason they did it is because you could charge $3 more for tickets. And dumb this, glasses. This movie wasn't shot in 3D. It doesn't utilize 3D in any cool ways. Not that I would know. I never saw it in 3D, but you can tell. When you just 3D, uh, you know, put the overlay onto movies, it's stupid. It never works. It's dumb. Yeah. This movie didn't make any money anyway, so it didn't work. So points where mm-hmm. you can find the show on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, at Hops and B.O. Flops. You can find myself at WriterTLK. Chumpsdale, where can they find you? You can find me wondering the Sumerian wilderness on Twitter at Chumpzilla8. And uh, Mayor McCheese, where can they find you when you're not uh, carrying your ship across the, the mountains? <laughs> Over his massive, massive shoulders. It, I have so many complaints and questions about them dragging that goddamn ship across the mountains for no fucking reason i'm at hbof mccheese we need to move on because the more i think about this plot the more angry i get yeah so conan is available to rent basically across platforms for varying prices i think you can get it for a dollar don't that that is the one that's the one benefit (laughs) if you want to torture yourself you can do it for a buck on amazon prime in in 4k which i guess is a selling point on this then because you're an idiot i bought it for five (laughs) damn it oh you gotta stop buying bad movies now. I bought yeah, it. It was, it was a Prime Day special, and now I know why. That's not that, one, that is not a special, nor nor is it a deal. Uh, so let's talk beer uh, tonight. Yeah. We're drinking Wizard Staff IPA from Two Brothers Brewing. Per their website, it may have taken some powers of mystical proportions, but we conjured up an easy drinking, low alcohol IPA that doesn't compromise flavor. It's extremely drinkable with a bold hop profile. And juicy and tropical, yet smooth and light. Crushable, flavorable, stackable. It must be magic. Now, when they say low alcohol, that's not an exaggeration. It's only a 5.0 ABV. So Nothing not, wrong with that. Not Captain Cash approved. But nope. I liked it. I thought it was a nice reprieve from the heavy IPAs we often yeah. do on the show. And for that reason, I would give it the full three bad movies. Nice. It's, it's a nice, easy IPA. And when you drink a lot of IPAs, Sometimes you got to take a break from the heavier stuff. They're coming Cheers out with a lot. They're coming out with a lot more of these easy drinking or low. Uh, Two Hearted has a session version. session IPAs. Well, Two Hearted mm-hmm. has a version. I think it's called yeah light. They yeah, they call it like light IPA or something. I am I could not get that beer. I checked several local stores, so I'm having a local IPA from Market Garden in yeah, Cleveland. Well, I, I, I'm having a Bell's Two Hearted myself uh, because I could not get the. Uh, <clears throat> Thunderous Wizard approved ale, but yeah, uh, I, I think it is uh, interesting that uh, you can get these uh, easily drinkable, low calorie, low uh, booze IPAs. Well, put it this way: we had that what that Lagunitas like hazy wonder, and that was pretty light, but the flavor yeah. was like terrible. Yeah. This actually has a nice flavor. It's pretty it. good. Nice. Uh, so let's get to the specifics of Conan the Barbarian. It was directed by Marcus Nispel. Uh, he has a lot of credits. He's done like a lot of TV and commercial work and movie work. Uh, some that you may recognize are the Texas Chainsaw Massacre reboot, the Friday mm. the 13th reboot, and mm. Pathfinder, which is similar in nature to this. Uh, none Ooh. of those are particularly inspiring. And as nope. homers of reboots go, he's done a poor job, I'm just going to say. <laughs> yeah. was, was Pathfinder the last Mohicans ripoff? Uh, Carl Urban's in it. <laughs> I, that's about all I know. About that's it. a plus. We that's are a on plus. a straight Carl Urban tear uh, right yeah. now in this pod. Wait, is that is that the uh, the, the wrestling movie Foxcatcher? No, that is nope. no, John that's, Cena. No, no, nope, that, <laughs> that is not John. Uh, that was not John Cena. <laughs> that, was John Cena. <laughs> that was uh, no George yeah. to be found in Foxcatcher. Just an old pervert who was the head of a paint empire. <laughs> what, yeah, Dupont, Steve uh, Carell, yeah. and Steve Carell, and Canning uh, Tatum. Yeah. Yeah. and uh mark ruffle yeah. josh yeah. durhamel yeah and, and, and josh durhamel yeah. <laughs> none of which uh, are in this movie because it stars jason uh bullet to the head momoa always got a reference bullet to the head i, I thought this was scott bacula i wish scott bacula was in this movie it would yeah, have made what? it at least semi-watchable you've got Ron uh, yeah. hannibal chow perlman as uh jason momoa's dad who, who gets an, an incredibly large amount of screen time 
Uh, he's, he's the only good part about this movie. I, yeah, yeah, gonna, yeah. I mean, no. he tries. He's trying the hardest. Not going to give it to anyone. I think everybody <laughs> knew what was happening like maybe three days into the shoot and was like, fuck it. Except, yeah, but I think- for, except for Rose McGowan. She had no clue. <laughs> nope, she had no idea. You're right. She had no idea. <laughs> she, she was selling out like Oscar worthy. Like, this is my chance. Yeah. You've got Rose Garage Door McGowan. Uh, her character name is Marie, but we're going to refer to her as Five Head because she has a comically large forehead throughout the movie. Yeah, she uh, she's going full Stephen A. Smith with the hairline. <laughs> it is. Quite I just funny. point out that it, it doesn't matter in the, the plot of the movie. Her character doesn't have a name. She's, she's just magic chick. I mean, she she has a name. She has a name. She's five just, head. They, yeah, they just keep. Yeah. I mean, they basically refer to her as. Whether the daughter or the witch daughter, witchy, or, uh, witchy. She's just witchy. Yeah, exactly. It's, witchy it's woman. That. Sorry, but there's uh, there's there's absolutely no reason for her to look like that. <laughs> oh no, it makes no sense. Uh, you've got Stephen. Don't breathe, Lang. Awesome dude. Mm-hmm. He's a great character actor. I, yeah, the cowboy from Tombstone. Uh, obviously, the bad guy in Avatar. Uh, you've got Rachel Scarlett Nichols. Yep, she was in the first GI Joe movie. And uh, Bob the Beast Sap makes an appearance. Bob Sap, to get the Seriously, I, I couldn't figure out who that guy was. I'm like, oh shit, that's Bob Sap. And uh, just for the I record, thought it was Mark Henry for a while. Uh, Nathan Jones also makes an appearance because he loves appearing on this pod. That's Rictus Erectus from Fury Road. Yes, uh, he was also in uh, Mortal Kombat. Uh, Mortal Kombat, yeah. Yes, that's why he loves appearing on this pod. Also, he's a lot more spry in this movie. Like Mortal Kombat, yeah. like it looked like he really couldn't move anymore. But in this movie, he's getting around pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Except for his dentures. His dentures like there's a lot of interesting makeup choices. Those guys I thought looked pretty cool, but we'll get there. Uh this movie opened August 19th, 2011. It finished fourth <laughs> behind the help in its second week. Rise of the help Planet sucks, of the Apes. For the record. Okay. I, I, I have seen help. It sucks. I've that movie. Okay, noted. That movie stinks. Noted, but it still made more money than this. It, oh yeah, more. people loved it. Yeah. Rise of the Planet of the Apes, which was in its third week, and Spy Kids four. Not great. I That's pretty opened, brutal. Uh, yeah. It opens. If you're like if you're fourth million. place behind okay. movies that are in their second and third week. Oh, got That's rough. I mean, it, it went on to only gross sixty three and a half million worldwide on a budget of ninety million uh, reviews probably didn't help it's 25 percent on rotten tomatoes with 152 user scores 30 and i'd say that's fair did you did you look up what it made on opening weekend opening weekend it was just over 10 the, <laughs> the friday it made like three and a half so it was like right away you knew this was a bomb yeah. oh that's bad yeah and that's on, real well, bad I, I mean this is this was supposed to be like a giant like action movie opening right so that's oh there's pretty horrible there's all sorts of quotes about how you could make conan movies every two years he's like james bond we've got all these stories like jason momoa was working on this the script to the sequel he was signed on for a sequel they thought this was going to be a franchise uh wow this movie sucks though so And, and he's not the worst part it's not jason momoa's fault no, we'll get there. I mean, the acting universally is bad because the script is terrible. The it, acting it is, is not good. It is. The, the story makes a negative sense. These are all good character actors and none of them are doing even remotely close to their best work. Momoa, I think, was young. He's been a lot better since, but he's yes. like anti-charismatic in this movie. Uh, all right. Holy he's shit, he's very f- young in this movie. That, that is fair. He's very young in this movie. Holy shit, we forgot to mention that Morgan Freeman is in this. Yes, as the narrator, well, which I'm going to talk about uh, during and, the flop. And, and again, you've got Ron Perlman. Like, this movie is set up to be not terrible, but it, it is. Uh, it, almost at every yeah. turn, it is horrible. So, a little bit of history about the character of Conan, because he obviously predates the John Milius movie that people love and I love. Uh, Conan was created by Robert E. Howard, which they mentioned in the credits, in 1932. He's featured in a series of fantasy stories in Weird Tales magazine. Uh, According to Wikipedia, or Wikipedia. 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 Yeah. Howard's conception of the Hyborian Age was, I guess, inspired by Thomas Bullfinch's The Outline of Mythology. All told, he wrote 21 stories, 
17 were published. He committed suicide in 1936. Uh, and then for years, as Trumpsville sort of alluded to, and this character went to the public domain, there was yep. jockeying for the rights. They basically tried to erase his entire legacy, like his stories had never been written. Uh, but now you can buy them in a whole bunch of collected works. Uh, I don't know how good they are. Stephen King uh, likes them. So I bought one of the collected works just to read it, and check it out. You know, writing in that age can be tricky because a lot of times it's super racist. Well, it's, so. it's very it's much like Lovecraft, right? It's very much a product of its time. Yeah. Uh, so let's describe this movie in one sentence. We'll start with you, McCheese. So in my mind, this is the not original Conan slash Prince of Persia crossover that no one ever asked for. And I do want to take a moment after my one sentence to ask you guys, how many movies do you think that this steals from? Because I think I counted at least six, maybe All seven. All of them. All of them. <laughs> Anything popular between the dates of 2002 and 2010? It is a yes. smorgasbord of ideas. And that's basically <laughs> because it was rewritten several times over. Like they were bringing people on to like finalize this script well into production. And of course this movie was in development hell for years and years and years. Well, it's almost yeah. like they went and they're like, what, what worked in the matrix? All right, let's get a scene where he's like slow motion dodging stuff. Well, what worked in the Raiders movies? Uh, okay. He's definitely, we need her to be sort of tortured and some chanting and, you know, they, just, they literally just crib oh. all of the good stuff from every other mm -hmm. better movie ever. Super temple of doom. Uh, <laughs> and yep. that even the helmet is temple of doom. And it's like <laughs> the same frigging scene. The fact, the fact that he didn't rip her heart out of her beating chest, I was like, well, at least they stopped there. I, wow. They were, they I was, were one, I was shocked. They were one kid with a Yankees hat short of this just <laughs> being full-on Temple of Doom. Dr. Jones, Dr. Jones. Yeah. Uh, so Chumzilla, one sentence. Uh, this is the worst He-Man movie I've ever seen. I'm not sure that's true because <laughs> we watched <laughs> the other He-Man movie. Nope. I like that one better. Yeah, it honestly it is better. My my big complaint is that this just it's this movie is devoid of uh, payoff. Like for all the crap they give us and they show us, ultimately in the end it just does not pay off. Oh no, not at all. Uh, no, there's no payoff. It, it just it's just it, it's flat. Are you telling me that that boss fight wasn't epic? <laughs> well, there was I'm something. sorry. In the first boss fight, the you know. Jason Momoa, uh, Conan just like slips out and like disappears. Save it, save I, it for the yeah. plot. <laughs> just say there's saying. a lot of things you can yeah. say about this. And uh, my one sentence description is it feels like 75% of Momoa's future projects have all been dedicated to erasing the memory of the travesty of this movie. He's like, Oh, I can do swords, I can do swords and sandals again. Of course, I can. <laughs> it's like, cool. <laughs> you guys will forget I did Conan, right? Well, if you rip that guy's tongue out, sure. Well, I, I can fucking do that. Let's do it. <laughs> sure, why not? Uh, how many how many people do you have to trick to forget your past heirs? There's a lot of atonement in his acting career to erase this nonsense. Uh, the actual description from IMDb is a vengeful barbarian warrior sets off to get his revenge on the evil warlord who attacked his village and murdered his father when he was a boy. Now, that's the five cent view. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of shit going on in this movie. I'm going to brush over most of it because the plot is absolute nonsense. And here we go. Well, uh, that's what the movie does. It brushes over most of that too. Yeah. <laughs> so you've got multiple narration points. In fact, it opens with one featuring none other than Morgan Freeman. I am kind of curious, what was going on, do you guys think, in Morgan Freeman's head as he read that narration about the Hyborian age and and Asheron black magic. <laughs> I, I cannot Dollar do signs. I mean, yeah, I cannot, I cannot do a Morgan Freeman impersonation, but in his head, I imagine him going, money, 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 <laughs> money, money, cash, money, 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 cash money. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I would have to guess he was paid per word. And he's like, oh, yeah, just load it up with whatever <laughs> nonsense you want, load it up. I'll Can read you imagine it. I'll, I'll read all this horse shit, whatever you want. Can you imagine him stopping every three or four seconds to the sound technician? How do you pronounce this? Yeah. <laughs> Hyborian. Hi Hyborian. Okay, yeah. I got it. Let's go again. Okay. What about this? Huh? He gets paid what? per take for sure. Uh, 
So the movie then actually opens with a barbarian C-section uh, <laughs> amid village plundering, uh, literally. Why? Well, because Conan has to be born in battle. I'd like to point out, this is our second movie with a impromptu C-section. Thanks, Chung Lee. Yeah, except in that one, you know, Ron Perlman at least like uses a, a tool of sorts. Like Bison just went hands in, hands in to the- I'm so glad I didn't have to watch The Adventures of Chung Lee or whatever that was called. So this is like literally how the movie opens. It's a, it's a, not a real baby, but by my estimation, being. Oh my god! It's, it's the worst. It's the worst. It's worse than the uh, uh, the baby from uh, uh, Sniper. Oh, Sniper! Yeah. So he's <laughs> holding sniper. the baby, and then the title card comes, like amidst this naked baby. So, anyways, um, we flash forward, and Conan is being taught lessons from his father that almost universally don't matter and don't pay off. Also, his dad is literally Rigma from Rookie of the Year. Hot ice. Uh, yes. <laughs> this is uh, terrible. I'm dying here, man. So their village is sacked by Collar Zim, who's after unobtainium. Just kidding. He wants the lone remaining piece of the Mask of Asheron, which will give him powers or something. Uh, I don't really know. <laughs> which is a thing. It's a it's just a wooden mask. Well, they give a they give an exposition dump, sort of, sort about of how the masks works and some stuff, and how the pieces were hidden and some stuff. I, I, I just want to point shit. out, it's at this point in the movie they say if you get all the pieces, then the mask can be used to like wield ungodly magic, and then they don't use it until the end because it turns out they also need the blood of a pure blood. But they don't tell you that because this movie is constantly contradicting itself because it's absolutely idiotic. <laughs> well, and I mean, we're jumping way far ahead, but even after he achieves all his goals, he does nothing with the mask. No, nope, no. Nope. He just lets the mask have sex with his face. <laughs> uh, so anyways, so he kills Conan's father, Corin, and the rest of the Sumerians. Well, he doesn't quite kill his father yeah. as much as he puts him in a situation where, where one of them has to die. One of them has to die, or both. So he, and they, they they make a bunch of vague threats that they can link to later in the movie, where he's like, "Oh, it, he calls him boy a bunch," and talks about how, you know his father. What was it? He has some stupid line about, "Oh, you'll never be a god," and "Oh, I'm going to kill your father for reasons." Like, yeah, yeah. It, yeah, reasons yeah. that they can link back to at the end of the movie, which is highly unnecessary. Yep, it's all and none of it. Again, none of it really pays off. Uh, well, anyways, he kills the rest of the tribe. My question is: Is this mask like made of Legos? Because it's supposed to be this bone fragment mask, and it just snaps together. Well, like, like is the, you're like we were texting about earlier, when you break a bone in your body, all you have to do is pop it back into place like a bone Lego, just like, like this mask, because yeah. it apparently is either made of magnets or the weird octopus bones it's made out of just click. Yeah, it's... It, 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 it's yeah, it has a memory. It's horse so shit. <laughs> they just poured some Tussin on that shit. The mask was fine. <laughs> uh, so flash forward again. Conan is now a marauder for good. I, you know, I guess he's like a Robin Hood type. He frees Why? a bunch of slaves... And by Conan movie logic, all the male slaves look destitute and gross, and all the female ones are hot and naked because Conan <laughs> likes sex a lot. Hey, fuck yeah. yeah. Are you going to have a grizzly Momoa shirtless Conan movie without some random topless ladies wandering around um, the now, now destitute <laughs> slave trading business? This is in line with the canon. Like, this is the stories from the 30s, right? He. There's always naked women parading around, etc. It's the video game that came out in 2007. It, it, to, where, to, be, to be fair, Conan slays Mass Poon. Uh, that's that's kind of his thing. Uh, Ron Perlman actually voiced Conan in that video game, but in the movie, it just feels out of place and stupid. Like, oh yeah, they're just incredibly hot, and he's like, "All right, let's go have an orgy," and they're like, "Cool." <laughs> do, 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 do. Orgies are the coolest, and it's the weirdest thing ever. So yeah, doesn't fit the movie. It's it's <laughs> at this drinking and. Uh, you know, naughty celebration that he sees no nose, who I didn't mention earlier because who cares? Uh, but young Conan cut his nose off during the village raid that saw his father die. Conan thinks he can lead him to Zim. Of course, spoiler, he does, giving Conan all the information he requires and far more because this movie is exposition heavy. It, it makes no sense, but yep, he yeah. finds the guy whose nose he cut off. He's like, hey, you. Yep. And uh, 
asshole. The funny thing is, I was tell watching me everything this, you uh, know. Okay, I, was, I will. I was watching this on Amazon, and you can do like the X-ray, and it'll like show you the actors in the scene. And his picture was a close-up of him with the leather thing covering his nose that had been. Cut off. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you couldn't get an actual picture of this dude. You just that poor this. bastard. Yeah, I was. This oh. is harsh, man. So that from, is harsh. From there, Jeez. we discover Zim also needs a pure blood of Asheron to revitalize the mask again. What? Uh, this will allow him to resurrect his dead witch wife who was burned alive for doing evil witch shit. That's this is all true. <laughs> pure blood virgin. What? What are we doing here? Yeah, I like, I like how they don't actually go into any explanation about the like evil witch shit his wife did. He's just he needs to get her back, and then you get the. Uh, Yep. super super uncomfortable yep um so he and conan fight and there's like some sand people and his daughter marie who we will now you know that's five head uh, or freddy krueger because again this movie friggin' rips off nightmare on elm street it's like it's like astounding the things they're like hey throw this in there that was from a better movie no, i mean she why, has why, knife, she, she has claw hand she has knife she hands did. and she's half bald she literally drags her claw hand and does the sparks and the screeching noise yes, across something. Yes, yeah, it's right, it's yeah. ridiculous. Uh, it, anyways, it was, yeah. Her whole her very whole redundant. Aside from to make the sand people is to vamp a lot and lust after her father. Uh, well, she she apparently can. Which is smell, weird. Which well, is weird. Okay, two things. One, she apparently can randomly smell the not only the pure blood but also the mask piece. So when they're like they're torturing the dude like where's the mass piece they just they could have yep. turned to her yeah. and been like where is it because two seconds later she's like oh it's right here and then yeah there's the super okay. uncomfortable scene where she clearly wants to have sex with her father to a point where he's like you're not your mom stop yeah. so what i from what i understand about <laughs> that, the, that, the that, script, that was that was super unnecessarily it was very uncomfortable yeah. mm. from what i understand about the script that was written into it and the, they decided like no nah, like it's weird and she's like well i'll just act it that way so, <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna rose mcgowan the shit out of this yeah so yeah there you go um, so then yeah. there's like a pirate thing uh conan oh yeah girl fall in love and have this sex scene that literally comes out of nowhere like what why why is That's this the, happening the, the pirate thing is the weirdest fucking turn everything is weird possibly taken i literally uh, think it's like they put holy it, shit like everything's weird and then there's a pirate moment. I'm like, uh, what are we doing here? Well, they put the pirate scene in just so they could literally check another box of movies they steal. Yeah, the, from, the, they're like, like we need pirates you, in the Johnny Caribbean. Depp, here's, here's a pirate scene. You never check the Cutthroat Island box. Yeah, well, never. Mm. Um, but the dumb thing is, right? Like everywhere they go in this movie seems to take a matter of minutes. <laughs> They'll beat you over the head with exposition, but they get across Hy- Hyboria and like whatever time is necessary for the plot of the movie every every everything in this movie is like within 15 minutes of the plot's convenience and of course theory t-dubs you played zelda this is called fast travel yeah <laughs> tv timeout we yeah. have to talk about how after the sex scene oh t- yes t- I have it here. yeah just literally wanders out into oh sorry yeah i might be jumping ahead she just like gives him a kiss on the forehead and it's like good night sweet prince and then wanders out of their weird sex cave into directly into the arms of the enemy who is trying yeah. to sacrifice she her. she doesn't stay with the <laughs> the warrior who's the one protecting who's protected her. her the entire time he goes nope. for like a nope. jaunt to pick mushrooms with nick nicholas cage's beloved uh truffle hey. Pig. Hey. <laughs> Wink. uh so of course, this wouldn't be a movie. I mean, is it really a movie without the final Barely. battle tomorrow? Who's that pure blood who's been kidnapped? Uh, Conan has to go save her. Of course, he then recruits this other guy who tells him, "Hey, if you need a locksmith, come find me. I'll be here." And he gets there in two minutes, and then he gets to the bad guy's temple in two minutes, and it's all ridiculous. But unintentional hilarity ensues. I'm serious. What the hell was the wheel of sacrifice fight where they're literally? <laughs> Flipping over and over and just growling at each other as the pure blood is strapped to this wheel of death. I, I will say in the last 40 minutes no of the sense. movie, in the last 40 minutes of the movie, I laughed more than I think I should have. 
It's fair. That's oh, fair. I don't think we were supposed to laugh at like any of it. It was very self-serious. I mean, Rose McGowan, a five head, gets impaled, which was pretty sweet. And her hand gets chopped off. I did like that part. It was cool. I, the, yeah. I mean, I I was very happy when she got killed because there is a part in the can someone explain to me? Cause I blinked for half a second. Why the random sacrifice temple starts crumbling. He puts on the no face idea. hugger mask and then all of a sudden shit starts falling everywhere. No idea. It makes no sense. You so know why? She, she does that. Because like, it, I'm going to say it's the end of the movie. They had yeah. to steal from two Indiana Jones the movies. Movie. Not one. Shit That's has one. to end. And They're again, like, this is the part of the movie that I, I linked to earlier. He has he has the pure blood mask now sucked to his face after the mask was growling at him after he put the blood in it, but he doesn't use any of that power to win the fight against Conan. He's, he's who just has a sword. He's actually more worthless once he wears the mask. Like he doesn't even use yeah. his cool like medieval Darth Maul sword. You, you already heard my like my complaints is that this guy has the girl and the mask. So he's got the power and the mask, and he does nothing with it. He has absolutely nothing with it. Uh, so the movie just ends. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute, hold on. <laughs> I, I, I'm really confused because the bad guy has all the things he wants. He's got the mask. He's got the girl. Why hasn't he won? Why isn't the the, the movie should be over? Honestly, he was more dangerous when he didn't have either of those. <laughs> okay. Of course, Conan bests him. Uh, by doing an obscure move his father taught him uh, when he was being an overaggressive little shit. That's the end of the movie. Thank God. Uh, overall, sort of. How many beers are required? I'm going to tell you right now. It's damn near six. I'm going to say, you know what? I'm oh. just going with six. It's this six. movie it's took six. forever it to end. Six. six beers at almost two hours long of confusing nonsense bullshit. It is six. Yep, I'm right there with you, uh, McCheese. It is 100% a six-pain movie. Six-pain yep. beers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, this I think, movie makes no sense, and it's, it's it's just a slog to get through. I kept looking. I kept pausing it to see how much time was left on it and be like, oh, no. I was definitely – I did the same thing. When <laughs> like, he got into no. the sand – when he got into the first sand people <laughs> fight <laughs> with the – Is this with, over yet? <laughs> yeah. When he got into the sand person fight with Zim or whatever, yeah, Zim, I paused. I'm like, there's no way there's 30 more minutes. <laughs> it was such a cruel joke to discover that by the time he had to go save her at the temple, I had 25 minutes left. <laughs> like, what could possibly take 25 minutes? Oh, a Kraken fight. That's what. Why? It looked like Rose- shit. Rose McGowan and, using all of her witch power in the first 30 minutes of the movie and then none of her witch power the rest of the movie. First of all, they poison Conan in the first fight and he doesn't die and nobody heals him. No, he doesn't get poisoned. She, she, poisons, she, po- she, she poisons, poisons him in the second fight too. Though. She yeah. poisons him in this. Which one is the one where she dips the knife in like the... That's the sand fight. This, yeah. Yeah, the is that the first fight, fight or the second fight? And he miraculously second. recovers. Well, her poisoning is the fact that he can't use his one arm. <laughs> it's really so tired. stupid. Yeah. All right. So let's let's send this to break. We're going to hear from our beer buddies at Hop Nation USA, who joined us last week on the Void Pod. If you haven't listened to that, check it out. And we'll be awesome. right back. Hey, everyone. This is Steve. And this is Adam. And we're part of the Hop Nation USA podcast. Pittsburgh's number three craft beer podcast. Join us every Friday for new beer reviews. We'll talk about the news, history, and homebrewing. Plus, we'll sit down with the best brewers and industry personalities that'll have us. So whether you're a casual drinker, a hazy boy hophead, or even if you're a whale hunting cellar hoarder, just search Hop Nation USA on Apple, Spotify, or your favorite podcatcher and join the nation. Hello and welcome back to the 115th episode of Hops and Box Office Flops presented by Wabam Entertainment. And we are talking 2011's Conan the Barbarian, a.k.a. Conan 3D, a.k.a. Conan. Uh, Conan. We pretty much discussed about the good, the bad, and the ugly. There's very little good. There's a lot of bad. There's a shitload Mm. of ugly. So let's just get into the questions. Um, Is this worse than Red Sonja? I'm only half joking when I ask that. Because Red Sonia is really bad. I've never seen Red Sonia, so I'm going to give it to this. Oh, it's bad. I, I have seen Red Sonia, and yes, this is worse. Uh, this movie's legit bad. Red Sonia is also legit bad, though. And 
Uh, I'll I'll say this: Red Sonia was made for peanuts, and this was made for ninety million, which puts this at way bigger fault. Red mm-hmm. Sonia was made to make money, and it was part of, uh, I believe, right? Wasn't that a, a Manham Golem production? So mm-hmm. they like made it for shit, like expecting it to be a big hit, and Arnold yeah. only in it because he was cl- exactly. actually they, they were just expecting to, to write off the uh, yeah, and, like uh, this the, movie, the Arnold, the Arnold. This movie is a uh, disaster. It's a disaster. I think too. I mean, we 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 joke about it, but the, the point being is that even as a uh, you know decent Hollywood flick uh, with over ten million dollars of budget behind it, this was a big. It was a big movie. Like, you know, they were expecting to launch uh, Jason Momoa's career with this movie. And it, it didn't pan out. This well, was not the career launcher they hoped for. That leads but, me to my second question. Did he deserve a second chance? I would say no, because this movie wasn't good enough to get a sequel. What? And he clearly wasn't ready yet. Like, he's not very good yeah. in this movie. He, he's not. And I, I, I think the biggest problem for him personally is that he wasn't as big a body as they wanted for this role. Yeah, but did let's you hear? Just, let's, let's, let's just be honest. But but that's what you can say. But like he beat out Kellen Lutz, smaller than him, Jared yeah. Padalecki from uh, uh, the oh, Friday the no, Thirteenth reboot I'm and uh, Supernatural. Like if, they weren't if looking if at if you, Jason Momoa. Like they, they wanted you to be the big body guy here. They wanted you to be the the Arnold. Well, no, of this franchise. Nobody. Well, no, I'm. I'm it's a that's a tough role to fill. That's what I'm saying. So they, they wanted him to be the big body guy, and it didn't pan out for him. All right, McCheese. I mean, a second chance is like a sequel or a second chance to redo this movie? No, I think, like, could they have redeemed this iteration of Conan with a sequel that was had a tighter narrative focus, uh, much more competent action, I don't uh, think you can. I don't think you can have a sequel that fixes this without fixing this. Like, I don't fault Momoa. Yeah, he could have been bigger and more jacked and more uh, not aloof. I'm not trying to be mean to Arnold, but you know the fact that he didn't quite have a grasp on the English language is why he was in Conan. But uh, you know, Momoa does an okay job. It's just the movie is all over the fucking place. Like the action sequences, yeah. the action sequences of the Moa aren't bad. He does good action, and like if you just take the sword fights and you know the the actual bare bones of those things for what they are, he does a decent job. It's just like the the script is crap. The writing is jokish. Yeah. Rose McGowan is a fucking distraction. Like. She takes away from the entire movie because every time you see her, you're like, are, am I watching The Fifth Element? What is this? What is happening right now? <laughs> what, what movie am I in? For, so, yeah. like, I think if you gave, I think if you redid, like, they have the cast and characters. If you just had better, yeah. if you had better bones to start this, Momoa would have done well. Would this been, like, a Conan franchise launcher? I doubt it. I don't think you ever make this good enough where you get like six conans here's what i'll say mccheese i would bring him back because i love momoa right now just get james mangold to direct it and i think it would kick a whole bunch of ass i'd agree with you but i don't know enough about movies well, to know who james mangle is director of logan director of the other wolverine uh, oh, okay yeah i mean yeah. get someone if, if you if you redid conan and made it like fairly dark and gritty and not don't go so sci-fi. Like, there's no reason to make it a super sci-fi Conan. It just make it more of his barbarian background story. Then, yeah, I think you could you could make it very similar to the way he was portrayed in in Milius's movie, and it it's more fun than this. Which uh, this will bring us to the best fight scene because most of the fight scenes there's some cool blood splatter and, and carnage, but most of the fights aren't, aren't very good. Uh, Momoa is good physically. He physically is very good with the role. Yes. Uh, th- but the only fight scene I thought really worked and was at all interesting was the Sand People, because it was frenetic and it like was different and it wasn't your generic hack and slash guy on a sword or barbarian style stuff. I think it's neat, yeah. but I think they don't explain. 
at that point i was so confused like does he already have wizard powers is is she pulling the wizard power shit like do they always have sand people does the sand sand army never end i mean at that point they can just overwhelm Mm -hmm. him send a million sand people to fucking kill conan yeah so i think there's some subtext the movie that you know zim is his own undoing his greed is why he and this is giving the movie a lot of credit because his daughter literally could do what his wife could do he did not need to be so greedy in pursuit of power he had what he needed like she was already capable of all these things now i'm not saying they thought about that but like there is that subtext there but she had powers like she literally was channeling the dark magic of her mother and for all intents and purposes she was what her mother was and again, I think if you want to fix this movie, you need to spend spend five more minutes on that and spend five less minutes watching those fucking elephants drag the boat across the mountain for no goddamn reason. Uh, maybe maybe <laughs> skip the trebuchet scene. Which is... <laughs> I forgot where they launch his ass through the air. Um, oh, God damn it. <laughs> trebuchet? Are, are you sure it's not a uh, catapult? Yeah, I, I mean... What I don't know exactly what the difference is. I know it's how they swing, but again, when you're throwing a human, yeah. I don't know if it changes the name of the contraption. Yeah, human cannonball. Uh, that guy okay. sucked though, so kind of glad he he died. <sighs> Best fight scene. As much as I, I texted you guys, and it's cheesy as shit. When they're not the exterior of the pirate boat scene, but when they're fighting on the interior, and then they do the clearly 3D decapitation. I didn't mind that one. I like that one. I mean, the Sand People one was great, but I had more questions about, like, where did this come from and where does it end? Like, if you have that sort of power, you could overwhelm Komen and be done with this. It's not that hard. Yeah, and it's never, it's literally never displayed. They don't use it when they storm the Sumerian village, which would be like a no-brainer, like you're going to fight these barbarian people. Mm -hmm. You should probably use some sort of dark magic. Nope. And they, they use zero of it at the end when it's just them and Conan and she just sneaks away and then almighty God man who now has the face hugger mask uses nothing. Just disappears. <laughs> All that stuff. It's like it's sort of ludicrous. It's like, hey, we have this really cool idea, but we're not going to use it again. Nope. Yeah, no. Like, Let's just push that to the side. We'll, because, ne- we'll, because we'll we never need, address we that action. again. Yes. Yeah. We need to spend some of the CGI budget and we need some more fisticuffs. Let's get rid of what we've already built for the last two fucking hours and have Conan win in a fashion that links it back to Ron Perlman. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. There's an exceptional like display of money wasting throughout this exceptional displays of money wasting throughout this movie. Mm-hmm. Like there's several like CGI backdrops that are just totally unnecessary. It, well, they're horrible the cgi backdrops oh yeah they're bad. not great they're not great and they're and then, horrible yeah every time you go to a new location we get that flyby where you have to see gray skull from five thousand feet away which definitely costs a lot of money to render yeah and oh, it looks yeah. like crap oh, yeah. so chumzilla any best fight scene briefly best fight oh scene, no if no, there is no, it's, 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 it's all crap it's a lot. Okay. Well, that brings us oh, to another uh, bit of bad stuff. It's what's the bi- the worst bit of dialogue that probably looked a lot better on paper? Now, I do have oh, some options guys. that I'll read through. Conan says, this is basically his what's best in life. This is what this movie uh, boils down to. I live, I love, I slay. I am content. Uh, you've got Conan, run from me and I will tear apart the mountains to find you. I will follow you to hell. By the way, he finds this guy. 15 seconds later. <laughs> there is like, there, there's no grand chase. He finds him 15 seconds later. The, the problem with oh, all yeah. of these is that he delivers the, the, it. It hurts. It hurts. He delivers it in young Momoa voice, which all I can imagine is all the other movies. Like, well, how, when did Bullet to the Head come out? Uh, Not early enough. It was before this, right? And we, we, we've yeah. watched enough Momoa movies where he just has a Jason Momoa voice at the start of his career. So he delivers all these in the same like monotone growly yell. And so all of them just come across at the same, like, all right. Yep. No, <laughs> bullet to the head was after this, but not much after. All right. Here's another one. You've got Zim, your reward. And he throws this bag of gold down. Conan. I don't want your gold. Zim. Then what? Conan. I want your head. 
Which also was stupid because the second after, Zim just goes, I knew it. Yeah. Oops. Should have been. Here's my witch daughter. Let's do this. Uh, here's here's our, I think, our favorite. Jesus. Yeah. This is all terrible. We've got Corin. This is Conan's dad. Fire and ice. That is the mystery of steel. <laughs> I feel like that's the intro to an 80s song. <laughs> yeah, it, honestly. Uh, uh Actually, no, the next one is my favorite. The, Ron uh, so Perl- the next this, Ron Perlman one is my favorite. This one is actually lengthy. This is Corrin explaining what it's like to be a Sumerian. When a Sumerian feels thirst, it is a thirst for blood. When he feels cold, it is the cold edge of steel. For the courage of a Sumerian is tempered. He neither fears death nor rushes foolishly to meet it, except Conan does the entire movie. Yeah. To be a Sumerian warrior, you must have both cunning and balance as well as speed and strength. He's just describing what you should have to be a fucking decent fighter at all. But the best is, I imagine Ron Perlman in full actor's garb in his trailer yelling this at a mirror. Yeah, giving that line 110%. Like, he wants to nail the Sumerian speed. He got a knock on his trailer door and he opens it and it's Morgan Freeman. He's like, hey, that's a lot of words. If you don't want to read them, I'm getting paid $10,000 a word, so... Just let me know. Ten thousand dollars a word, as many takes as I want. Yeah, just let me know, dude. I'm here. I'm at. I'm at catering. So, and then lastly, you've got Zim. Behold and despair, your new master. This is like video game level shit dialogue. And again, your new master. Cool, I got it. You're now the super demon oh. god. He just said earlier, "I will rise an army that will melt." The, what melt the heart of heroes melt the face of yeah, heroes uh-huh. and the second he has the mask on all the temple does is fall down and then he runs away fighting and he's so, like i don't know how to use the powers i'm so confused yeah what do you think people think when the guy wearing like the weird deformed chastity belt on his face is like offering these insane platitudes yeah like i don't know man you you got a also, weird thing on your face also, he's the toughest devil we can get. Like that dude with like the super chin strappy goatee thing. He's gonna be the bringer of the end of the world. The movie, the movie is woefully miscast, like almost top to bottom. I love Stephen Lang. I I don't understand this casting. He is certainly no James Earl Jones from the original. Stephen Lang has no business being in this movie. So, what's your pick, McCheese? What's the it's worst? Not, it's not on your list, but it's super awkward where Momoa first gets the pure blood and he's like, Woman, get over here. And then he has to say it several times. And I'm like, This is so weird. Yeah. No, that one was, that one was like, I was like, Should I add this? Maybe. Well, he says it, and then they cut to her face like, no, I'm okay. And then he cuts back to Momoa doing don't, it the same exact way. Woman, get over here. Don't and worry. Like, oh, my in, God. And 15 minutes later, they're having insane sex in this <laughs> ram ramshackled, you know, hutch in the woods. I don't right. understand. There's, there's, there's a lot of sets that were built for this that could have been compressed into maybe, maybe two cities instead of a solid eight. I think my pick is the exchange between Conan and Kaller Zim, where he says, I want your head. And it's like, this was your plan to stand 50 feet away from the guy, not ambush him (laughs) at all. You could have stood like right behind the gate and killed him. It's just, it's terrible. It's crap. I mean, he, his plan is to not tie up the pure blood and give her a knife, which I guess he expects that they're just going to bum rush him with one person, which is pretty stupid. Yeah. The whole fire and ice thing. Like you have to be a little bit of both. Like that never comes into play. He's always an idiot. He's always rushing headfirst into battle. He's never thinking things through. He always makes the wrong, the wrong call or like the, the sort of impetuous decision. Like, I'm, of course I'm going to do this. Why wouldn't I launch the guy from a trebuchet through the boat? <laughs> Why, why wouldn't I alert them to where we are? Conan is very impulsive in a way. <laughs> Conan is essentially a uh, medieval MacGruber. <laughs> yes. No, like big time. Yeah. yeah I'll just say that that whole decision to launch the guy out of the trebuchet was like, it was like, why? Why? 
I guess to send a message that you didn't need to send because well, you gave like, away the uh, element I, of surprise I, again. Yeah, no, I'm I'm sorry to like to, to jump into things, but like, why would you send the message in that fashion? Because it, it's it's so dramatic. Yet, wow. it's like okay, and this guy's gonna do that now. Okay, cool, whatever. Well, because it looks metal, but anyways, this it was little, very metal. This is the last question uh, before our second break, and then our quiz. Would you rather eat the pie from thinner or put that mask on your face? Okay, here's my follow-up. When I put the mask on, do I get the powers or do no powers happen like in the movie? No powers. It just keeps squeezing your head. It's just randomly growling and wrapping around like the actual mask from the Jim Carrey movie mask. Yep, that's exactly what's happening. Or I could eat the pie and die in like four days or so. I mean, you die in your sleep or the mask with its weird shape just creates a vice around your temples and crushes your head. Well, do we know if the mask would eventually kill him or would he like learn how to coexist with the mask? I don't know. I'm going to take the mask. He probably should put it on somebody else first. I'm eating the mask. I'm taking it. You can't eat the mask. Um, It's made of bone. No, I'm wearing it. I'm wearing the mask. Done. Boom. I, I want to say the mask, but if the mask comes with Rose McGowan, I'm eating the pie. <laughs> That's a good choice. Because well, if I have to okay. deal with fair her enough, wandering enough, around being very creepy and hitting on me as her father, I'd be like, you know what? I'm out. I'm 100% That's out. That's fair. That's My fair. whole line of thought is if I was given the choice between wearing this mask and still having to have the knowledge I saw this movie or just eating the pie and then being able to mercifully be released by death from the knowledge that I saw this movie, I'm eating the pie. So, <laughs> so that'll take us into our second break. Okay. Uh, you're here from our buddies. Also, Will Bam contributors, the Double Turn Podcast, and we'll be right back. Hey, what's going on, everybody? I'm Boss Ross. And I'm the J-Man, and we're the Double Turn Podcast. Every Friday, we bring you the best in pro wrestling talk. Whether it's previews and reviews on pay-per-view events, discussing the hottest topics in pro wrestling, or bringing you a look back to some of the best matches and moments in history. We have it all for you. So check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and the Anchor app. And you can also give us a follow on Instagram at the Double Turn Podcast. And we will catch you on the flip side. Hello, and welcome back to the 115th episode of Hops and Box Office Flops. Again, presented by Wabam Entertainment, and we are into the Mystery of Steel Trivia Challenge. Gentlemen, we have a standard five-question multiple-choice format quiz to chime in, either stick with one of our stalwarts, farts and tarts, or I'm going to shoot my dark magic, or say I live, I love, I slay, and I am content. Also, you can say fire and dice. Fire and ice. Are we ready? Unfortunately. All right. Number one, the novelization of this movie was actually written by one of my writing mentors. Who was it? Was it A, Michael Stackpole? Was it B, Joseph Nassis? Was it C, Bob Vardaman? Or was it D, Jeff Marriott? I'm... I'm sure Chumpzilla is in the same boat as me that you don't know any four of those. Chumpzilla, do you want to guess first or do you want me to guess first? Go nuts. Uh, tarts and farts, B. It is not Joseph Nassis. These are all actually people I studied under in this writing program I was in. No, I, I mean, I know they're real people and I know they yeah. mean a lot to you, but I have no idea who any of them are. All nice guys. Uh, so the remaining selections are A, Michael Stackpole. C, Bob Vardaman, or D, Jeff Marriott? I would go with Stackpole because I like the name. Okay. Uh, if you're giving the answer to Chumpzilla, that would be right. Michael Stackpole wrote the novelization of Conan the Barbarian. Uh, he's written a ton of Star Wars books, including I, Jedi. And Patty Jenkins actually just recently credited him with the inspiration basically for her X-Wing movie that is in development. Um, wow. If you like Star Wars books, He's written a lot of great ones, and he's a hell of a nice guy. Uh, number two, it is one nothing Chumzilla. Number two, at one point in its winding way back to theaters, each of these directors was attached to the Conan project, except for this one, except for this one. Is it A, Robert Rodriguez? 
Is it B, Brett Ratner? Is it C, the Wachowskis? Is it D, John Milius? Or is it E, Guillermo del Toro? Oh, shit. Uh, Tarts and farts. I'm going to go with uh, Brett Ratner. Incorrect. Brett Ratner was actually attached to this project before bowing out. Name something that could have made this movie worse. Brett Ratner. I feel like it's either A or what? How many do we have? Do we have five? Right. Do I'll give you the rest. The rest were A, Robert Rodriguez, C, the Wachowskis, D, John Milius, or E, Guillermo del Toro. I'm going to go with Guillermo. You're right. It is Guillermo ah, del Toro. Nice. So Robert Rodriguez was attached to this. And in fact, uh, Rose McGowan at, at one point was slated to be Red Sonia in a separate film. Wow. That that movie wow. never happened. I guess they even wow. made promotional art for it. Uh, Brett Ratner ducked out. The Wachowskis were attached. John Milius had a pitch for, for bringing Conan back. None of it happened. And they wound up with Marcus Nispel. So it is one-to-one. Brief pause. Nice. Number yeah. three. This stunt performer turned director helped train Jason Momoa for the film. Mm. Is it A, Chad Stahelski? Is it B, David Leitch? Is it C, Rick Romanois? Or D, Art Camacho? Hector Macho Camacho? I wish. He's dead, by the way. Tarts and farts. I'm going to go with the Camacho. It's not Art Camacho, but he's ah. one of the, the legendary stuntmen, stunt people. So, uh, tarts and farts. Uh, I'm going with the, the, the middle guy. David Leitch? Roman, Roman something? Rick Romanois. That is incorrect. It was David Damn. Leitch. Chad Stilhelski and David Leitch, of course, uh, directed John Wick. David Leitch has gone on to yes. do Deadpool 2, yep. uh, Hobbs and Shaw. These are yeah. insanely hard questions. You do realize that, that should have been the, easier. Yeah. You have the two dumbest people on the pod. You should have made these questions way easier. Listen, like, what I, color literally. is Jason Momoa's hair? Well, I, I, know, I know that Chumzilla goes to the IMDb trivia. So well, I have to like. I didn't go deep enough, apparently. Yeah. Uh, the Stelhesky thing was in there, I think, but there's a uh, mm-hmm. couple things in there. Uh, number four, it is one to one. In the early okay. 2000s, prior to his winning the governorship, it was rumored Arnold would Arnold. return for a di- direct sequel to Conan the Destroyer. Its reported title was Was it A, The Return of Conan, B, Conan of Samaria, C, Conan the Conqueror, D, King Conan, Crown of Iron? Or E, the legend of Conan. Tarts and farts. McCheese. I'm going to go with C. It is not Conan the Conqueror. Damn it. Chubzilla, would you like your remaining answers? Yeah, that first off, that would have been my guess. So, uh, yes, please. So, <laughs> your remaining answers are A, the return of Conan, B, Conan of Samaria, D, King Conan, Crown of Iron, or E, the legend of Conan. I'm going to go with King Conan. <clears throat> That's correct. And, oh, uh, come on. If you if you ask McCheese, I used to furiously Google potential Arnold Schwarzenegger films during college because I was really disenchanted with The Sixth Day. And Why would days. you ask me that? You think I remember that? Uh, <laughs> so I was so psyched for King Conan, Crown of Iron. I'm like, Arnold's back. Like, you know, he's back. That would have been a course, huge movie. It yes. never happened. Of course, he went out to make Terminator 3, which I really liked at the time and is still tolerable. I saw that in theaters. It was okay. So this is our last question. It is two to one. Yeah. Two to one. You're down. If you want the Husky Fellows half nose, which is the prize for tonight. <laughs> I'm going to skip the last question. I don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want his leather nose covering? Oh, I thought that's what you were giving. Or, or, I thought if you were giving away was the nose covering. Are you giving no, away? No. His, his... I'm giving away the nose. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think I want either of those. I think you do. It smells terrible. I think oh, it's a nice, gross. I, I think Remember when he nice, sticks uh, his finger into his nose hole? <laughs> so weird. Gross. Uh, was, that, was that in the movie we watched? Yeah, yeah, it was. Okay, moving yeah. on. Uh, so number five, <clears throat> Bob Sapp, uh, who's been an actor, NFL player, kickboxer, MMA fighter, and professional wrestler. He's a huge human being. He's yep. enormous. Made his combat sports debut in 2002, knocking out this ex NF, this ex athlete in Fox's Tough Man competition. Ex NFL athlete was it A. L. T. Lawrence Taylor, 
Was it B, Steve Mongo McMichael? Prayers up for you, buddy. He's got ALS. Sucks. C, William the Refrigerator Perry? Or D, Mean Kevin Green? I'm going to go with Kevin Green. That is incorrect. It's not Refrigerator Perry. What are the first two? Lawrence Taylor and Steve Mongo McMichael. I don't know who Steve Mongo McMichael is. He also played for the 86 Bears. Mongo is only a, a pawn in the game of life. Can I go with LT? I'm sorry, it actually uh, was William the Refrigerator Perry. What? <laughs> Jesus. Who also went on to box Minute Bowl in celebrity boxing and also had his own G.I. Joe action figure, which I have. Shows how much I know. Yep. So, gentlemen, Damn. Uh, well, unfortunately for you, you McCheese, you do not win uh, the guy's nose. That's going to Chumpzilla. It's in a display case. It's, it's well-preserved. Cool. Uh, it also comes with part of the bone mask, but I can't tell you which part. The bone mask is so weird. I don't for, like any part of that. For fear that they'll come looking for it one day. Uh, now, we're on to recommendations. Uh, we'll start with you, McCheese. What do you have on tap for us this week? Mine's a short one. So I was texting you guys during my recent beach vacation where I wasn't uh, on the pod. I got to show my 14-year-old nephews because I'm the cool uncle, the following list of movies, Commando, Predator, Terminator, John Wick 1, and John Wick 2. Uh, Go watch all those because why not? But that got me thinking about uh, John Wick 1 and John Wick 2. They're hyper-technical when it comes to gunplay, which is something that should be in movies and not in our fucking schools. Um, But it got me thinking about how heat has probably one of the best action sequences and actually the Marines and I think the U S army use that scene uh, with Val Kilmer as a training tool on how to reload while cover. And the other obscure one, this is my official recommendation is if you go and find Uh, Go to YouTube and type in Cesario, which is tough to spell. You can figure it out. Type in Cesario bridge scene. And there's like a five minute scene in Cesario where they're crossing from Mexico into US. And the whole scene is hyper technical on how like you would actually function if you had to carry out the duties of protecting somebody while you're getting attacked by a bunch of murderous people. It's it's a little gritty. It's a little hyper gunny, if you will, which is something we don't normally recommend. But that scene is super cool from Cesario. So since it's a quick hitter, I'd go YouTube that because it's awesome. All right. Well, thanks for that, McCheese. My recommendation this week is Braven, which also stars Jason Momoa and Stephen Lang. It's a low budget action flick about a man trying to... Uh, have this last moment with his father who's suffering from memory issues. They go out to their cabin in the woods, but it's been overrun by ne'er-do-wells, including an actor who's so easy to hate, Garrett Dillahunt. Uh, it's free on Netflix. Uh, it involves a bow kill, which automatically means it's emphatically approved by me. I think you'll really enjoy it. Uh, it's good. Clearly made on the cheap. Fun. Momo is a lot better in that movie than he is in this one. It's, it's good stuff. I guess my main question is, is there an axe fight? No, no axe fight. But I, I do believe he throws a hatchet at somebody. But I, I, Which I, is almost as good as an axe fight, almost. Yeah. Bang, I mean, boom, down, recommendations. There's no sliced yeah. alone juiced out of his gills, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. All right, Chumzilla. And, and here's my recommendation. Just watch Conan the Barbarian, the original Arnold movie. Don't watch this piece of crap. It's a total abomination. Just the facts, folks. Uh, so remember, you can find the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Hops and B.O. Flops. You can find myself on Twitter at WriterTLK. Captain Cash, who wasn't with us tonight. Uh, also, he's the blacksmith that forged the Mask of Asheron for cosplay purposes. You can find him at Captain Cash on most social media. He also runs the official Rose McGowan fan club. Yep. Rose, not, facts. not Rose McGowan. The Marik. Is oh yeah, <laughs> the Marique fan the Mystique Marique Rose McGowan whatever fan club from yeah. this movie for Black Magic enthusiasts. We're gonna pin that on him. Yeah, Black Magic and uh, weird finger accessory, super <laughs> high, super like top of the head level hairlines. Yep. 
Uh, you can find uh, Chumpzilla at Chumpzilla8 on Twitter. And HBOF McCheese is where Mayor McCheese is at on Twitter. Remember, check out wabamentertainment.com for all sorts of other great podcasts and reviews and my reviews personally and other people's reviews of awesome upcoming stuff. Um, if you enjoy the show, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Be sure to like, share, and subscribe and connect with us on social media to share ideas for future episodes. Uh, in the end, no man shall live in chains, which is probably the only single piece of dialogue in this movie that means a damn thing we'll see you next week for the second entry of our hops and fantasy flops series with ridley scott's legend we're going to talk the director's cut because it's infinitely better it's uh, unfortunately impossible to find on streaming but you can buy it on dvd for three dollars and 75 cents on amazon which i Ah. did since you both bought it i'm assuming i have to buy it oh no oh you gotta buy it pad those ridley scott pockets well, I mean, I got I got a Prime Day shipment coming. I might as well. Yeah. You know what you shouldn't spend your Prime Day money on? Conan yes. 2011. <laughs> like yeah. I did. Even for a dollar. <laughs>